0: Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get twenty percent off a checkout at C4Energy.com. The 2023 season series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Presents, the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games season. And I'm here with the lovely Kelly Baker. Kelly, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm so distracted by that Houston Oilers uh, helmet behind you.
1: Actually, so it's, my husband is like the biggest UT football fan and it's, he. Did it from like an auction at his gym and it's signed by Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. Yeah. So.
0: Yep. I could have guessed.
1: Like we have like a nice well, I, office with this like helmet in the background. So I should probably remove that.
0: <laughs> no, well, what's, what's funny is I, the high school I went to, I went to, I lived in a town called oil city and oh. we were the oil city oilers. And so we had the exact same helmet.
1: Oh, nice, nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um I had that helmet all through high school. And nice. so it's just weird looking at you and seeing that in the background.
1: I'll have to get one with your signature on it then.
0: Uh it <laughs> it's probably worth more without my signature.
1: <laughs> oh well,
0: I wanted to catch up with you. It's the last week of the open. We're finally done. Yeah. Big big sigh of relief
1: love the open I love it because there's not so much pressure on it this year like in the past I probably didn't enjoy it as much but this year was really fun our gym does such a good job at making it a really big deal Friday Night Lights is really big we have a theme pizzas and crumble cookie and uh it's just yeah such good energy there so I personally I love the open and yeah it was a really fun three weeks
0: Do you take part in the community events when you can?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's so fun. We have such a great time. I usually do the workouts or this year I did the workouts Friday morning just for more space purposes so that I didn't have to be any different than anyone else. And then I just went at night and did a lot of judging. So
0: I love when athletes participate in the community. I think that there, that, that attachment is, is something special. And when when it's not there, I think it, it you lack you lose something and can kind of become cynical of the Open.
1: Yeah, and those people during the season, if their season and short, if it was just the Open, those are the same people that are, you know, doing everything they can to support me if I'm going further in my season. So yeah, I love I love just being there with them. Our community is so incredible. So yeah,
0: yeah. I I was interviewing. Um, So there's a guy locally, I think I told you, master's athlete champion last year, right? That's like two miles away. And I've been doing his story more like a documentary because I go film his stuff and then we sit down with, and so this week it was all about the community. So I didn't even interview him. I interviewed all the community members that come cheer him on. And their answers were, well, he comes and cheers us on. Uh And so you want to reciprocate that love. And it was just, it was just a beautiful like I actually was getting goosebumps and tearing up editing um, the video that I put together. It was just really cool. Wow.
1: That's, that's so empowering. I love that.
0: So for you, you, you had a great open. Mm -hmm. Um, You finished 11th in the world going from team back to individual. That's gotta be at least a little confidence boost um, moving forward.
1: Yeah. um, I definitely don't want to, you know, get a big head over it. But uh, I think it was what I needed because a part of me was worried I have imposter syndrome and like kind of feeling like, is this a fluke? And um, I think the workouts did a pretty good job at testing a lot. Um, and, you know, I, I know a lot of people will say, well, they sorry, the open, there wasn't a huge, you know, there's no reason for people to have to try so hard or redo. And I mean, I didn't redo either. So I just, I'm really, I think it it's where my head needs to be right now is having a little bit more confidence because I'll be my worst critic until the day I die. um So I think it's just exactly what I needed to go into quarters with just feeling like, you know, hard work really does pay off. And I feel like I'm, it's starting to show, which is nice.
0: Yeah. I just got done talking to Matt Poolin a couple hours ago and he he came into the season needing some small wins. And I think at first through the open, he was so critical of himself
1: mm-hmm.
0: that he didn't see the small wins. Yeah. And now that he's being reflective, he's like, you know what? I That is a win and that's a win. And, um, and you've got to stack those, right? You've got to stack those small wins to kind of get you through this long season.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So do you feel you still need to do that? Or are, do you have enough confidence um, going, going into the next round?
1: Yeah, no, I still do. Um, a big thing for me has always been gymnastics. That has been something that I've put so much work into. And, you know, for instance, the other day, even after the Open and knowing how I finished, it was yesterday, we had a workout that had Three rounds, and each round had ten ring muscle ups in it, and I was able to hold it unbroken. and And for me, that meant more than where I placed in the open. Just really recognizing, I call it damn, those sessions that I've been having and building on ring muscle ups, and now applying them into practice, and and being confident on those sets. Um, that is what I need, so that when I get to the next, whether it's quarterfinals or semis or or beyond, is that I can feel confident to go, you got this, you've done this. And that's where the small wins for me are is when it comes time to really play that I can trust myself. And so I, I know exactly what he means.
0: So we'll get to the workout in a second, but now you have two weeks before quarterfinals, not a lot of time.
1: Yeah. What,
0: do, what do the next two weeks look like for you?
1: Uh, so we took off Saturday and Sunday, we didn't do really a deload at all through the open. We trained completely through it. And, um, Saturday, Sunday, we took completely off just for a mental break. I think more than even a physical one, but yesterday, today, and tomorrow is normal double session. Thursday will be an active recovery and then we'll start tapering on Friday. So Friday, Saturday will be just a single session, still high intensity, still a decent amount of volume, um, off Sunday. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is going to be a little bit lighter, um, completely off the, thir- or sorry, completely off Wednesday. So I'm lying Monday, Tuesday will be lighter off Wednesday and then quarters is Thursday. So kind of great. Yeah, it's like the season's flying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's almost like an extension of the open, the old open, right? Yeah. The old yeah. open was five weeks, like in the fifth week. Now you have quarters.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and us OGs kind of know what that's like,
1: yeah. right? There's so much stress. It was five weeks of just fucking stress, man.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. uh, I love the three week open. I'm oh, just me too. telling me you. Too.
1: I'm uh this will be my first indie quarter to really, you know, strategize by myself. So that's going to be kind of interesting to get five workouts in, in four days. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Well, you know, they changed the format this year.
1: Wait,
0: what? So you, I feel like you're you only have, re-
1: like, working with HQ or something? I feel like you find all this information out first. So,
0: so let me explain. So you are my next to last check in for the week. Okay. So I've talked to all the other athletes. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So I. So you get like all the knowledge I've learned, I and like best. I compile okay. it and come right. Yeah. So and actually, I knew this. They are, they're only releasing two workouts on Thursday.
1: Okay. So I know that.
0: And then two more. And then, yep, a, and okay. no more.
1: yeah, yeah. So I knew that, but I thought you were saying there was just a different, like, it wasn't going to be four days or something like that. But yes, I know that will happen. Yeah. Okay. It definitely falls in my favor. I'm really glad they're doing it that way. To It's going to eliminate how many times people are going to redo, I think. Um,
0: well, and it takes away like gaming it. Strategy. like I'm gonna do workout four tonight and then yeah. just let it sit for three days and then do bang, you know whatever.
1: And I this think it makes also- it so
0: everybody's kind of do has to do them somewhat in the same order,
1: yeah, and you don't kick yourself afterwards and think, damn, if I would have done that workout first, it's just these are your two workouts, and you got to get them done. So I'm really happy that they're doing it that way.
0: Yeah, it it takes some strategy out of the game and it's more about your fitness at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because
0: when you get to semis, you don't get to pick
1: mm-hmm. when you
0: get to do it, right? Yeah. You don't get to redo it.
1: Mm-hmm. You don't
0: like it's one and done.
1: Yeah.
0: And you better perform in that moment, so I think it's a better representation of who should move forward. Yeah, me too. Way. Me too. Yep. So, yeah, so um I also talked to see you get all you get the conglomeration of everybody I've talked to and the questions and things that have come up. So Carolyn Prevost, we've added to the lineup um, because I had nobody left in the East because everybody moved to the West. And so she was saying how important quarters are for the reason that you cannot afford to not be in the top heat. And the rumors are that. They're looking at four heats of fifteen. Okay. First semis, and that is just a rumor. I do not have that confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's saying you need to be in that top heat, or you're at a very big disadvantage going into semis. And so it's quarterfinals are important for that fact alone. Are you looking at it the same way?
1: Yes it definitely makes a difference if you're in the top heat or not for sure. But I also think it's not, it wouldn't change anything I would do with quarters and it's same idea with open when people are like, well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, how you place as long as you get to quarters. And in my mind, I'm like, it doesn't matter whether it did or didn't, I'm going to give it my all no matter what. So it really wouldn't change my shot. I get where she means a hundred percent in terms of, we You need to do everything you can to be in that top heat, but I don't think it's going to change any sort of strategy, whether it did or, you know, would put me in the top heat or not put me in the top heat. It's, I don't know. Yeah, and I, be- and
0: I don't think it, I don't think it's an effort thing. I think it's a preparation thing. Like for the open, like she didn't deload at all. Right. Like you yeah, mentioned, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. For quarters, I think she is going to deload a little bit because yeah, yeah. she wants to be at her best to get in that top heat. And then you have some time off.
1: Yeah. And yeah, exactly. None of us are training through quarterfinals with this idea that we're shooing into semis and going to be in the top heat. I totally agree. Um, So in that aspect, yeah, it's going to be really important to be in that top heat. I will say there are certain people that thrive in a situation where they're not lagging behind big dogs though. Um, I've seen it before where someone in maybe not in heat, you know, the top heat, but the heat behind that and win that heat, um, kind of thrive a little bit more off that energy of, oh, I'm winning this event right now, or this heat, even if that puts them in fourth overall for that workout. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a finish like that at regionals where I ended up taking a third, but I won my heat and I probably not would have slowed down, but if I was maybe behind two other girls that i I don't know. It could have just changed maybe the momentum I was getting of winning a heat, but yes, of course, when you're in the top heat, it definitely is such an advantage.
0: For, for someone who's been in that place at regionals, um, because you are so OG, how much are those bottom heats going to mess with the leaderboard?
1: A lot, especially if there's going to be 10 spots who, well, we don't know yet. But if there's nine to 10 spots out for grabs, that's almost the entire top heat, if you put it that way, that's going to move on. Uh, it's a lot of, and then there's 60 people and there's no cuts at, well, at least who knows, but there's no cuts. So 60 people can really shake up a leaderboard. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Like, I, I think we talked about this last time. I think that those bottom heats are really, people are going to still want to watch them because they're going to make a difference in what happens in the overall leaderboard So
0: Yeah, I wish, I think we, I want, I, this is my mission. I wish people in the space did a better job highlighting those athletes that are in the bottom heats, right? Because they've put in just as much work as everybody else. And like last year at semifinals, some of the world record holders in the events that were all the mm-hmm. same for all of them, came from those heats mm-hmm. like heat one guy guy at uh, i think it was syndicate won the rope climb event with a world record time and nobody ever beat that time
1: yeah yeah no for sure i would love that too and you know as much as the the world wants to see the big dogs the names that we've known maybe the ogs on the screen um you know i i maybe this is just a biased opinion but you know, the people in the last heat have family members that are watching from afar and want to see them too. And of course we want to display the race that's going on in that heat. And of course they might take priority of the screen, but I think we could do a little bit of a better job of sharing a little bit of that media space, you know, for people that maybe have this is their first time qualifying. And um,
0: Yeah. And in, in 2014, maybe the gap between 10 and 30 was pretty big. That gap is getting much more narrow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For it, it just even just seeing how much fitter everyone is now, like Jesus. Um, you know, I, that's why I love repeat workouts in the open is just to see, you know, how much stronger girls are getting and well oh, everyone. But um, I think that the the leaps that females are making in this sport are insane. I think, I don't, not sure what open workout it was, but the barbell weight was 75 for females, 135 for males. It's just funny how it might've been even 155 for males, but it's just funny that we're just narrowing that gap of even the weight that the girls are using. So it's just been pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah. I think the perfect illustration is body weight workouts. Sometimes the women are winning.
1: Yeah. Yeah incredible yeah
0: um and i think that's really cool that there are times where crossfit puts both men and women in the same heat and you get to see that you get to see tia race brett brent fitkowski for the win in an event right and you don't get to see that in a lot of sports
1: yeah yeah no we're super lucky that we are in a sport maybe one of the few that i feel like as a female we're just as respected um, as the males pay is pretty much the same. Um, you know, I'm not totally sure. on like the endorsement side, but the payout is the same, whether you're a male or female. And I think just the training, the respect level, the, what girls should do or what guys should do. It's, there's no limit for either. And yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome.
0: I would argue that through sponsorships, women probably make more in the space.
1: I would say so too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Overall, you know, you still have like Justin still doing okay and all of that. But I think across the board, um, more women, um, that, that pay scale stays up a little bit higher. Um, I know, I think that's cool because the first time I ever talked to you, one of your kind of missions were, was to empower young women, um, to, to get rid of some of the stigmas that, you know, a a women's product needs to be in a pink box and a men's product has to be in a blue box. And, you know, why can't we get rid of those stigmas? Um, So I think it's cool that, that you brought that up in this conversation as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: So let's talk about 23.3. If it's announced, what is your first reaction?
1: Uh, My favorite movement and like my party trick in CrossFit is strict handstand pushups. So I was just excited. I was excited, but a bit disappointed because I worry they won't be in quarters or semis. So hopefully they'll still be in those. Um, I almost wanted them to be saved for quarterfinals, but I, that double unders both in a wheelhouse, to be honest, I was just a little bit nervous about that last barbell. I didn't know how that was going to feel. Um, so I was excited, but I also was felt a little bit like of any movements, like a a snatch can be such a hit or miss for anyone. But I feel like for me, especially um, 155 is you know, 40 pounds under my PR. So it's not crazy far away, but I didn't, I just didn't know how that barbell was going to feel. And that was the only thing playing in my mind was don't go out so hot, being so confident in the other movements that fall before that. 155 you fall apart and that was my only fear but i was i was really excited about it
0: so um what was it like when you got to 155 did you were you able to hit it um cuz i haven't seen video of anything or
1: uh, yeah so i made my first i powered it and i don't know if it was like a cockiness or something but i went to power the second and fouled and i was like it was just a little bit in front of me and my coach was like breathe because in my mind I was like I have to sub 8 30 on this workout it's it's in my wheelhouse and then I go for a second after the first foul. so I had one under my belt and then I had a foul and then I went for another and I fouled and I was just like fuck all right this isn't happening and then I was just like you know what just squat snatch them don't go don't resort to power just do clean squat snatches And then I hit the rest and I just, I wish I would have committed to the squat snatch from the very beginning and just used my legs more since my arms were maybe just a little bit tired from the other movements. But um, I ended up at like 9.05 and I think it was, honestly, I was kind of shocked at how well it fell in the leaderboard. I thought that it was gonna get beat by a lot of people. And I think I was like 30th or something like that.
0: I think the commit to the squat snatch is a common sentiment across a the lot board. of people
1: are saying it too because it's 155 like i've you i can touch and go power that so i just even at warm-up adding in doing some handstand pushups, double unders into that last barbell even adding a little bit of weight i was like oh power feels great and it narrator it did not feel great yeah, <laughs> yeah it did not
0: <sighs> it's funny you say that uh strict handstand push-ups are your party trick um two of my co-hosts that is their party trick. Oh really? Um, yeah. So cat, like in the middle of a show, people will challenge her and she'll just kick up on the wall and bang out strict handstand push-ups. Nice. cold.
1: Nice.
0: Like it's just her, her jam. Yeah. And she's, she's five, two and like her <laughs> range of, you know, she has that <laughs> awesome range of motion for yeah. that Yeah. and can just rip them out. Um, she was bummed because she didn't get there.
1: Oh, You pay to play. Yeah, that's hard. See, that was where I felt a little bit. The only thing I would have liked differently for CrossFit was that I wish people had to pay to play to get to the heavy barbell. I wish there was some sort of reward um, there because it was just a random lift that was kind of thrown in during the open. I just thought it was unnecessary, but yeah, I mean, for that workout, it was one of those where I thought it was a really well-rounded written workout where it had a, pretty easy. I won't say easy, but doable movement for everyone in the beginning. It was only five reps, double unders. You know, I'm glad we saw them in the open. So many people spend all year working on them. I would have been disappointed if they weren't in. And then you had a light barbell, but you had to move quick enough to make it within the time. I just thought it was such a well-programmed workout. That was really fun.
0: Yeah. For her, it was, she just turned 50 and She hadn't been working strength because she's very strong. And when she got to the 95 pound barbell, for some reason, she tried to power it and it just didn't go. And then she never committed to do a squat snatch. Yeah. And so it just was fail, fail, fail. Um, And then her workout ended.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Committing to the squat. I think that should have been the lesson that we all took.
0: yeah it was funny because she posted something about it and even danielle brandon commented to her like i should have committed to the snatch, to the squat snatch
1: yeah like, i know a lot of i think a majority of girls kind of said that and i don't know why we didn't just take that that lesson from watching mal she squat snatched every one of hers quickly um i think it was just like oh if i could save my leg i don't know why i used her arms the entire workout but i was just like oh i don't need to i can power and yeah i wish i committed but it's okay
0: yeah. And then the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'll let you go for the night is uh, it's funny. You say the pay to play on the the second one. I left the gym yesterday and I, and I go to the O'Connell's gym. So Christy Aramo um, and her husband was there yesterday and he, he just needed to vent to me. And, um, and I was the ear that was willing to listen. And his biggest vent on the open was that second workout. Um, it just created too many ties. And so it, It throws off like some fitness levels because the, in his opinion, the shuttle runs took too long, which gave a bunch up in the, if you ended in the shuttles and, and then there wasn't a pay to play to do that thruster. And he's like, it's kind of a party trick. Like you can muscle up a thruster. You don't have to have technique like a clean or a snatch. And so even with it, you didn't have to pay to play and you can muscle it up. Mm -hmm. So it, it kind of was an unfair thing, but you know, I let him vent and cause yeah, he doesn't yeah. ever complain ever.
1: I I think for me with that workout, a few things that I thought could have been a little iffy one, someone, I forget who it was, walked the shuttle runs and like still got a decent score. So it just kind of showed that if you hustle like a hustle walk, but move really fast on the pull-ups People actually did really well, which is kind of odd. But um, uh, yeah, the the whole the pull up uh, for me, I didn't really like that because some people's didn't they just didn't have pull up bars that were right above their fingertips. So they were doing more of a strict pull-up where some people have a pull-up bar that's right above their fingertips and they're basically jumping pull-ups. So I just I would have liked the standard more of I know this wouldn't happen, but if it was strict pull-ups or I don't know, something a little bit I think there was too much room for error, but what are you gonna do?
0: Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, it is a community event. Yeah. And and the fit, the fittest are gonna rise to the top, right? Like we don't, you know, Mal won the open that that's not a surprise, right? Everybody is still doing okay. That needed to be in the top 10% and the community got to play. And at the end of the day, I think that's, that's a win.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I'm just saying
0: that because I think a lot of people are taking shots and it's easy to take shots, but it's hard to come up with a solution.
1: Yeah. I, I thought the workouts were, I, I enjoyed them obviously, but, uh, the, you know, yeah. they were a little bit longer than what I kind of expected them to be just in general, but that plays in my favor. I mean, in the end, just like you kind of said, I think the fittest are going to show up. Mel won the open and, you know, I don't think there's something we could have thrown in there that she wouldn't have maybe this year. So I think it all kind of shakes out. And, I mean. and
0: nobody surprised Jeff Adler won. on the yeah, yeah, exactly, He's yeah. been improving every year. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. The, the cream rise to the top and exactly. they're all moving on to quarters and that's where it's going to start getting real. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. In like one week. Cool. Well
0: with that, we will be checking back in with you at quarterfinals. Yep. And again, just hang on after I say goodbye and I'll, we'll talk about that, but well, everybody else we will see you next time on the Clydesdale media presents the athletes of the 23 CrossFit games. <laughs>